Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G-Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar. We're your host. I'm T.A. It's G-Money. And we are being brought to you right now by ATV Media Network. Yeah, yeah. Now, super excited. We just finished the Super Bowl, and now we're sitting over here talking about football. So for the foreseeable future until season starts next uh, next uh at the uh, towards what uh, beginning I guess of the fall say August or, no no yeah August That's until then we just talking about football we ain't talking about NFL we ain't talking about anything <laughs> specific we just talking about football and the beautiful thing is super excited as you know we bring you those guests individuals are going to really tell you what it is in the trenches yes sir and so tonight today right now here for y'all we have a football extraordinaire and individuals has been all throughout the grind, Mr. David Richardson. Appreciate What's cracking with you? It's my dude, you man. I'm so, I'm so glad we have him here, man. Hey, you know that West Coast connection? It's a blessing. We, we it's a blessing. About, we, we it's great about, to be here. It's man. great, to, it's be great here. to be here. I'm having a great time already. Coming, coming from L.A. Coming from man, L.A. I'm glad dude, to man. have you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I can't wait to get, to get feedback from you. Let's just give an anecdote to the season. Before we give an anecdote to the season, I appreciate you. Oh, you want to talk about what we're drinking on? I got to talk about what we're drinking on. Okay. Because I know you like to sit over and jump the horse. You like to jump the horse before the horse. Fine. So, you know, hey, you on that one. What you want? The shield day. The shield day. Single malt. They both on that. That single malt. This is my first time on it. First time on it. It's pretty good. And it's I'm pretty on, good. Look, look at look at this. It's pretty and good. I'm on that Claude Chantelaire. I'm on that super bougie. Y'all don't even yeah, know about that. Y'all got to get out there and go find it. That fine cognac. That's what I'm on. And and before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to like. I need yeah. you to download. I need you to subscribe. Because again, we only get an individual like this. Every so often, it's as a rare you know, occurrence. an individual that you can actually hear what the game is deep down and inside. So like, download, and subscribe for me. So with that being said, Easy Money, I know you sit over here and have an unbelievable uh, take. The G Money. Yes, Come sir. on. I know you, I know you yes, got a hot one. You know, like, are we uh, itching? Oh, yeah. Are we itching? I'm not you here for no reason. Dressed. I'm ready. <laughs> you ready. ready? You see how he's dressed? He's dressed <laughs> like a Raider right now. So I'm sure this take is going to be some Raider-ish. Okay, well, before I get into my guy, and yes, and I, I, I got to claim it, Jalalaweta. <laughs> I got to claim it. Okay, I, I, I done brought some, some real good content to the table. But let's just, you want to give a recap on the season and what is to come. No, right? no, I don't, no, no. You asking me I my honest take? One single big take. Like, I got a big take. When it comes to me, I'm going to sit over here and bring a big now, you take. Know you, missed it. you know you didn't fuck around. What's your okay. one big take? What can you put your cojones on the table and say, this is my big take? My big take is the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl next year. Oh, my God. So you oh, came on here everybody. You came on here. To sit over here and literally bullshit everybody. Okay. So, so please explain to me how do you figure that the Raiders that we don't even know who the who the quarterback is gonna be, that you didn't figure it out, uh they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Please explain All right. that one to me. Okay. So 
The number one team in the league is the Chiefs. We know this, correct? One ever. Okay. Uh, And I don't want to hear about you and your uh, ever best uh, anything diatribe. Okay. However, the Raiders have a defense now. The Raiders could, and I think they will, put together uh, an even more formidable defense than they had last year. The only thing that is missing from the, let's say, to unlock them is a dynamic quarterback. So if they do one of two things, either go get Justin Fields because the, the, the Bears are desperate to let's say, rewrite history and rewrite their wrongs. But okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, or they go aggressive and get to the number one or number two pick. Who would they pick? Right. They're not getting to the number one. So Daniels all day. So if the Raiders get Daniels, Daniels or Fields, because they're similar quarterbacks, uh, just Fields is bigger. So when you look at the two, you have Daniels who just came off a Heisman Trophy winning campaign, and you have Justin Fields who's an experienced, seasoned, four-year veteran in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You look at those two, or excuse me, four-year. So if you look at those two, which one would you have if you could have the pick of the litter? Okay, so to me, it's it's uh, either or. No, 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 no. Make okay, and, uh, okay. If 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 you're making me make a decision, I would say go get Daniels. And Why? Because there's no pressure, there's no expectation for the Raiders to do anything. But when you get a rookie quarterback, there's no expectation. So let me ask you because this. he's a rookie. You want with a rookie. Real quick, you have to understand though, if you're gonna go after Justin Fields, you have to pay him. Correct. You gotta pay him big money. Which is why I said he's not my but first choice. Jaden Daniels. See, I disagree. They're, they're I, don't think, I, don't think, contract. I don't think we have to pay Justin Fields big money. We saw what no, New York Giants no, we saw what New York Giants played What's his name? What's the New York Giants quarterback? Danny Dimes. Oh, yeah. We saw what the Giants paid Danny Dimes, Dimes, which wasn't big money. And the reality is, you know, the reality is, is it was $40 million a year. It was big I don't think you have to pay Justin uh, Justin Fields $40 million a year. It's different. It's a New York market. You know, that's a, that's another type of quarterback. Uh, no, it's, not, it's not just the New York market. It's the quarterback market. But, but what like, I'm saying it's is correct. It's no, what I'm saying is, is one quarterback is worth more the, than the, the other. Okay, so uh, and who, 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 who take is this? Is this mine or yours? No, but what I'm no, we, we we were having a side conversation about the uh, about the the cost of uh, Justin Fields. Okay, but you said Jalen, Jalen. Yeah, so so I would I would get Daniels, Jaden, yeah, yeah. Jaden Daniels, because uh, you're going to have basically three years of controlled money. And what you're going four to four years with the fifth year option. with a fair fifth year option. Now, so this, the, the, look at look at my man already hey. corrected me, and, and I love so it. I love, and I love it, and that's something Thank you should you. actually know. That's what a lot but of people don't at church, take into account. So is the money. So you the Raiders basically ransom any future picks that they have to ensure 
that they just okay. go aggressively after the number one pick. Now, you ask me, we're talking fantasy land right now because we don't know what they're no, going to no, do. No, no, we're not talking about fantasy. We're, fan- we're talking about what would that look like. Jalen has a relationship with the head coach. Mm-hmm. There's a, actually a connection there. So, Of course, from it, Arizona State. It makes sense. Right. Here's my, what my concern is, is do they have what needs to be in place for this individual to flourish in terms of do they have an offensive leadership that can sit over and have Jalen flourish and, and, or, or are they just taking Jalen because of relationship-wise? And there's a twist. That's why, this is why I think it would make be more prudent for them to bring somebody that actually has the experience because they don't have the experience in the coaching to develop a Jaden. Jaden won the Heisman, but he also is lighting the booty. And so you have to give him a chance to get to his grown man body. Don't his grown t- man try to build in a doubt. What, I, what, I, what I'm trying to explain to you, sir, in my uh, a, diatribe. I'm a, Raider, I'm a Raider fan, by the way. No, you're not. And, I, and, and, and how dare you? It doesn't sound like it. Like no. He's yeah, how dare fan. you? I'm a Raider fan. Yes. I'm a Raider fan. So what I would Since tell you is... <laughs> Thank you, bro. Since the 80s. Since the 80s. Yeah, I feel you. I was born in the I'm not cut from Yonkin. I was born in I'm not cut from Yonkin. I'm born in the But what I'm saying is, is I still want to see Antonio Pierce win. We we all know that you're a sheep (laughs) in wolf's clothing. We know this. Stop. Don't okay. don't don't try to. Uh, I just I don't you, you he, he, no, no, he I'm, loves. I'm a fan of football, but I'm but I'm also a fan of quarterbacks. Oh, 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 homes. Who does who is your team? That's, that's I don't funny. have like a team like that. But if if I was to have a team, it would probably be the Chiefs. There it is. But there hold, it on, is. hold on, hold on. This is what we all gotta know is I picked Mahomes on my fantasy football team when he was. His first year starting when ain't nobody knew to pick him early, okay. and I got that fifty touchdowns and that five and that little bit of money, that, that little that bit of was, money he got. Said that he was a first round draft pick and number ten overall. Pick. He was number ten overall, but people were still sleeping on sleeping on him. Nobody number ten overall. I don't know if hey, you can sleep on that. No, but but what I'm saying is, and Thank from you. a fantasy perspective, hold on, fantasy is not opinion; it's action. Not fantasy, but and action. My action was I picked him up in the second round or the third round, one of the two. Okay. When nobody was considering okay. picking him up, so my actions. And all I hurt. have to say to you, Dave, is he's been in love ever since. He has he's been the in rapture ever since. And, and if you and if you ever deny it, I'm gonna continue to get in that behind. So you so you you, you understand that my mission in life is to make this man wrong. <laughs> so so how do you feel uh, about like before you say the greatest, the, whoever touched the football, the greatest, whoever like, touched the football. So we'll get into a a, a line of. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Questioning, like, so Joe Montana, mm. how do you feel about Preach him? On Joe it. Montana was one of my favorite because I can remember me being young. This is a little bit before yeah, your time. No, I can remember the Clark Pass. I remember the Clark Pass. That's how old I am. He was still in diapers when that Clark Pass came. I might have still been in diapers, <laughs> but I still remember. Like, I, I watched football. You watched football, but I watched it live. Tell him, tell him, Tell him, So, we talk about Joe Montana. He was one of my very favorite 
quarterbacks, even more than Brady, because Brady is not because I lost money on him and so on okay. and so forth. So, this, so this man is a pragmatic. But so I'm, he is, but, he, but, he, I'm he's on, you, on different level. I'm gonna touch on you real quick. <laughs> so Joe Montana mm-hmm. is here. Yeah. In my opinion, he yeah. is. The, he's here. He's here. Quintessential. Yes. Quintessential. This is what I discussed in our so, last episode. Tom Brady. He wants here. to be. He wants to be like Joe Montana. Of course. Which makes sense. He's here. Aaron Rodgers. No. Same thing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, to what I'm about to say about Aaron Rodgers. Joe Montana. Steve Young. Mixed together is Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Fair enough. Is mm, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All these quarterbacks that can throw the ball accurately and run and extend the play are all spawns, spawns of Aaron Rodgers. Joe yeah. Burrow. No. Patrick Mahomes. Nope, I agree. Nope, nope, nope. 100%. Josh Allen. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. They all are spawns of Aaron Rodgers, which is a spawn of Steve Young and Joe Montana mixed together, which would be the perfect quarterback. Yes, if you were going to draw the it up. perfect quarterback, if you could draw it up, you would get Joe Montana and Steve Young. This is my You would mix them together. Hold on. This is my retort to that. They can run the ball and they can throw the this ball. This is my retort to that. This is I, my I, I feel so much ease. I feel no, no. so much ease. Here's my retort to that. Here's my retort. You tell me a time, being an NFL aficionado, you tell me a time when a person in their, a quarterback in their very first year of starting did 50 and 5. No, it's Patrick Mahomes. Fifty and five is obviously something different, something special now, now, in a different era. Correct. Correct. Unequivocally, no, no, I don't deny that. In a completely that. different era, or, or should I say, correct? It was, it was a different <laughs> era. But here's what here's what we have. Why we have to look at this now is in this era, in this modern era. We're not because talking the about rules are changed. Well, hold on. We're, we're, not, we're not talking about the what's it called Exhibit era. We're talking a, about B, this modern C. era. How many 50 and 5 seasons are there? You know, there are only a couple, right? Peyton. Uh huh. And who Peyton, else? Brady, and, 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 it's, and really, it's really just Peyton. Brady yeah. was on the cusp of it. And I still. But Mahomes didn't get to Peyton. No, he didn't. He's not. Peyton he, got 55. Yes. Peyton has more. Yeah. But, but, and Peyton is but one of those. Us. I don't want those Aaron Rodgers. We, 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 we jumped into Brady. this conversation. Ding, 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 ding. We jumped into this conversation because you weren't used to hearing. No, we jumped into this conversation because, because, no, because you got real uncomfortable with me because, talking about the Raiders' uh, domination. The one thing for, I promise for, you is that I didn't get uncomfortable with that. I didn't get uncomfortable with that. Oh, okay. So but I'm there, there are quarterbacks, though, that are Joe Montana, the Dan Marinos, the John Elways. That came out that were elite. Then there were the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's, and the Aaron Rodgers that came after that. Oh, there are the Joe Burrows, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen's, all those guys. As a quarterback, I'm as a cornerback, if you have to sit over here and go against Rice. Let's use Rice. He's not the best wide receiver. He's not the worst. You said he's not the best? 
Jerry Rice? Rice? No, no, not Jerry Rice. What Rice on the on the Kansas City. Oh, Rasheed Rice. Rasheed oh, Rice. Yeah, no, no, no. See, I said, hold oh, on. No, no, no. I'm trying to keep this very real, right? In real Rasheed context. Rice, yes. Rasheed Rice, and you're going against him, and he has a quarterback. Which quarterback would you be most fearful that could get Rasheed Rice the ball no matter how you guarded him? Would it be Tom Brady? Would it be Mahomes? They can sit over and do a parallel loyalty. So it would be all those quarterbacks I just named. They are all in that elite but we, you NFL. You have to make a choice. They're in that elite NFL make category. A make a choice. Which one of the elites? Joe Montana. Okay. Oh, hey. And you I, know I, why? But do you, but okay. <laughs> I'll pick Joe Montana. That, now I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. But you, but you, okay. So I'm going to give my reason as to why, and I'm going to ask. I want to ask you if you agree or disagree, because one of the things that made Joe Joe Montana special for the, let's say the the audience who didn't see him or whether or not they watched highlights or didn't watch highlights, Joe Montana had a perfect way of reading defenses even better than Tom Brady. Because he could anticipate. So what it what really made Joe special was he could throw the ball three or four seconds before the route was ended, and he knew exactly where the guy was going to yeah. be, and he would give it to him with perfect touch. And that skill set doesn't prevail. It doesn't. It doesn't. So, so real quick, I want to give you all your time, but I just want to sit over here and just keep everything in perspective. You're talking about Joe Montana passing to a player who is considered not the best wide receiver who ever played the game. He's considered the very best player to play the game. So, your context of Joe Montana. Having the ability to pass to the very best player, a person that is oh, rated, who says he's the best player. Oh my God! But but that's Jerry, you, we go online right now. Yeah, I know. He's about Jerry, Jerry, Rice. Jerry Rice is considered the very not best wide receiver, the very best player. He's up there with LT, him, LT, and whoever else. I mean, Brady he could be up there with them, but he's up there. But in what his I'm position. saying is, is, he's in that kind. No, I'm talking about ever. People consider Jerry Rice. One of the very, Based if not the very best player to ever play the game. Yes. Okay. And so when you're talking about a quarterback who has the ability to sit over here and use the very best player as the catalyst, as a great portion of but their I, okay. success. So, so okay, I'm, I'm going to speak on that because if you're saying that Jerry Rice is used, is, is considered the very best player, who is his quarterback? Thank you. So what you're saying Joe is, Montana, is that Joe Montana made him great. Joe Cool. Here's 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 like, no, but here's there's people that, that consider Joe Montana as the best quarterback to ever play the game in the NFL. Period. Like end me. of story. Correct. I believe that. But even though Tom Brady has more touchdowns. What'd you say? Did the wide receiver predicate that? Did the wide receiver no. make him the best, or is his skill set no. the best? No, he he was the quintessential best. 
quarterback. Quarterback. Have you ever considered Joe best Montana player? being the best player ever? Is he even in that conversation? I think have he you, is. Have you ever no, spoken about I, I, him? I, I, no, I, I, be real. I would never say, spoke on I him. I would say Deion Sanders is the best player. But you never okay. spoke Joe Montana. I, can, I couldn't say. Oh, is it fair to I would say, have to say somebody who is multi-faceted. As the very greatest ever. All right. So so just for the sake of the audience, I'm going to sum this up in from my perspective. <laughs> You're up next. For the sake of the audience. Okay. Okay. There are athletes, and then there are the guys who deliver the ball to the athletes. Mm-hmm. And what I would say is, is that Joe Montana probably had, and I even think Tom Brady would agree with this. Mm-hmm. He had the ability to read defenses at such a clip that his ability to anticipate throws Mm. in that West Coast offense, I don't think that it has ever been executed to such a degree. Now, the reason why people, let's say, revere him like Dave and I, is because we know that this was also done in the era to yeah. where... Don't leave me out of that. Don't court. leave me out of that. No, I Don't am. Don't leave me out of that. I was a, you know he's, he's my second favorite. So okay. for you to oh, leave okay. me out of that I'm is sorry. Sorry. very disrespectful. It was sorry. a different I'm era. I'm, like. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I, I will include you. I will include you. Thank you. And TA. But what what we're really saying is is that this was in the era to where you could literally destroy the quarterback. Coming from so, the seventies and eighties and nineties, like yeah, it so, was. So when crazy. there is no oh, if I hit the quarterback low, all the quarterbacks do that now. All of them. They do. all get hit and they all roll around. So with that being said, so with that being said, in the in the season doesn't matter. We're talking about Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, does he get uh, uh, an egregious level of increased calls than any other quarter? This is opposing quarter. He shouldn't. he shouldn't and he doesn't. So we can't use that as an excuse. Okay. You're talking about the so, Super Bowl. so I, yes. I, I, I I'm going to. That's one game. To, what about the other twenty games? But you got to get there. I'm going to. But add what about the other two quarters that might have the referee? The referee is not how the game is is he called. Lost, he lost a he lost a game against um, um, uh, as Josh Allen because of the referees. We do know that the referees are not in favor of him winning, but in other no, quarterbacks, no, I wouldn't winning. say that they're not in favor of no. You know, them I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> Very simple. And I'm going to answer the question. Very simple. <laughs> Uh, do you believe, because this is what I believe, and I'm going to ask you if you agree with me, that that the Joe Montana basically lived his entire career in an era to where they decided to destroy quarterbacks at all costs? Yes. Okay. Point blank. Yes. Okay. Why did you ask me that? Point blank. Well, because sure. I know who and what you are. I agree. I, I, I agree. I agree. So, so I, in in fairness, I'm putting you in. I'm putting you in a biased category because uh, see, that's where you're wrong. I'm not biased, but uh, but at all. the reason why people don't always follow statistics is because they context is errors. So what people really do realize is Joe Montana 
played in an era to where killing quarterbacks was par for the course. And Patrick Mahomes plays in an era very similar to what they did for Tom Brady to say, how dare you touch that quarterback? And that very distinction, that very thing right there is the reason why you shouldn't always look at statistics because it's about how did the guy do when he he should have been killed. Okay, I contest. I contest. What you're telling me is, is that your boy is better than Mahomes. Yes, I am. Off of eye contest. I am Forget saying Forget about that. stats. Eye contest. I'm, I'm saying Ladies that. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm saying that. This is an individual that's... that's um, and it doesn't mean that I don't... Expressing himself through the fan. And, I, and it doesn't mean that I'm saying that I think that Patrick Mahomes is not a phenomenal Hall no, of Famer player. The best to ever player. touch the ball. I will never... Anything other than that, see, you're hating. I'm going to tell you this. Like, I don't have a, a disagreement with... What you're saying about the best to ever touch the ball, because I do believe that he will be. He will be. It's seven years and three Super Bowls. But but he's got to do it. Shit happens. So you got to understand, we're talking about the most violent sport on the face of this planet. Shit happens. He tore up his knee. What happened to Tom Brady? He He blew his knee up. But he was on. And where did the rule come from? That from that, came from, from that. that specific injury, yeah. because because I know from the <laughs> doing but shit. He had a trajectory of taking off because of where he was going, but that year he got knocked out. Jimmy Garoppolo took it, took his spot. Shit happens in the NFL. It's a violent sport. Like for somebody Speaking to make from a person that knows for and of it's course. Not, not from some, for Exhibit making a, it B, 10, 15 years. Without injury, I mean that's that's a blessing. That's, so, so that's let's look at this: that, if he happen. replicates what he did in his first seven years, including sitting out a year, mm. if he replicates in the next seven years the what he did, thing. is there any doubt He's in anybody's greatest. mind? The same thing. Whoever touched a motherfucking ball, he's saying it to me. He's saying it to me. I'm saying to you, absolutely. But, but he's saying I, it because I, I you're a Raider fan and it's the Chiefs. I know. Because he chooses to not sit over here. We can be amicable and be honest with one another. No, but what he wants me to do is he wants me <laughs> to <laughs> bend the knee. He wants me to bend the knee. And, 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 and you know, and you know your voice, say, you know your to me. Suck this spigot of Patrick Mahomes, and, and, and I, and I refuse, refuse to. to do I, that. I, I'm not going to bend the knee. Like, hey, I'm not going to bend the knee. Guess what? He'll do that for Tom Brady, and that's what. Oh no, 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 no! Tom Brady got seven. I don't mean. Come on, we have to close this out. We have to move on, and we will. But the, the only thing that I will say, just as it pertains to your first question to me, right, it was about the Raiders. You were asking me to say something very grandiose. You said something grandiose, so that I, I was obnoxious. All right. And, and, and the only thing that I can say in closing is I think that if the Raiders get Daniels, they will be in position provided that they fortify their defense to get to the Super Bowl to get to the Super Bowl and beat the Chiefs. 
So Daniels can beat Mahomes. And I'm going to go ahead. Oh, no, no. I want you to look at the camera right now and say Daniels can beat Mahomes. Daniels will beat Mahomes. (laughs) With my chest. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. This is all his ignorance. This has nothing to do with me. With my chest. I try to contain him. Now, if they don't draft him, him, I encourage him to talk to you. I didn't encourage him to talk to you as if here and not sit over here and say he was going to go crazy. But he chose to. Well, and there is and thou with. (laughs) So, (laughs) as we go into, that was his phenomenal. And I will sit over here. And when all right, so I now we can fruition. move on. We can move on. I, I I wanted to sit over here and say that was a phenomenal hot take that the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl over uh, yes. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Hey, that's a hot take, and it's commendable, and I respect it, and you've defended it. Okay. But now, please. Sorry. So I'll bring him back though. Patrick Mahomes. Number three. So he's a first three-peat. ever three peat. First ever three That's beat. a hot take. That, that that's a that's a that's a smart take. It may take. not be a hot take. That's not even a hot take. That's a smart take. Maybe a smart take. Yeah, that's a smart and take. And I would say that being a Raider fan, only because he literally dwells in Only reality. because I'm I'm swallowing. Only because he got that dog in him. He's and he's a spawn. Of Aaron Rodgers, mm. who is a spawn of Joe Montana. Okay. What hey. I was talking about before. However, we got to get to this the three bl- This line of quarterbacking is what the NFL looks for. This 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 is a Super Bowl. And this from a DB. This from a <laughs> DB, an individual that knows what he it's knows like what it to looks, have to compete. He knows what it looks that. like. He knows yeah. what it looks like. So, I understand. So, you know, and he is a Raider. I think he's wrong, but so what? He's a Raider fan. I'm a Raider fan. <laughs> he's a Raider fan. Yes. Born he and knows, he and knows, me to be right. and knows what the greatest who but, ever touched the football looks like. First of all, but, but, but can I, you stop saying the greatest who ever touched the football? But I go off <laughs> one second. I go off my the eye test. I watch a lot of football. Yeah. He can throw the ball right. He can throw the ball right. There are other quarterbacks in the NFL who can't throw the ball right. And And you have an opportunity to see it up close and personal. That's what's so beautiful. (laughs) You actually have the opportunity to see that up close and personal. You know what? I'm I'm just going to swallow my whistle and, and, and deal with you. Because oh, well, we have to now you got to, an ally. We have to flesh mm. out the greatness of Patrick okay. Mahomes. The reason why he chose to pick them as okay. a Super Bowl so champion in a three P. Let me just did, do it. My hate. Did you not think they were going to three P? Is that what you're saying? Um, let me just do it. My hate. Are you talking about the Raiders are going to win the championship a couple of years from now? I just said it with my chest. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> the Raiders is going to beat them. But here's the flip side of what I'm going to say. Ooh, I got a little flip side. Okay. The Raiders and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, who's the who's quarterback? I think it's going to be. Uh, I don't know about the Raiders. I don't know who's going to be. The quarterback. Yeah, I mean, but I think it's going to. You don't know who the quarterback is going to be. I think it's going to be a tuck rule incident. Okay. That gets that gets, the, that gets the which sounds there. like some hate. 
from the league. Oh, hold on, hold on. This is my thought process. Mm. You have the confidence in this team called the Raiders who didn't make the playoffs last year, and you don't know who there's going to be their quarterback, which is the most important position in all of sports, that they're going to have the ability to meet the Kansas City Chiefs for the for the AFC Championship. Just I believe in Antonio. There I is. believe in Antonio. I don't believe in if, a if team he, if you, if that you we don't know way, who the quarterbacks are going to be to make such a, a, a bomb, no, no. bombastic If you look at the way the team rallied around him, you got to believe in your coach. Thank you. Unequivocally. You got to believe in your coach. But you gotta, and if you saw Max Crosby, Max Crosby was ready to get up out of here. He ready to leave if they don't sign Antonio Pierce. He said yep. it. So but he, openly. But – it's other players like that because they know that he is talking real shit. So let me ask you this: to get him to that hold next on, level, hold on. Let, that's let, important. Let's bring it. Let's bring it to a summation from the guy who, li- who lived it. Let's bring it to a summation. Who is the Chiefs' backup quarterback? Shit, five years ago it was Chase Daniels. I don't know who it is now. Who cares what their backup is? If their backup was their starting quarterback this year. Would Antonio Pierce have anything to do with him actually getting to a Super Bowl or getting to the AFC Championship? Hold on. Wait, Antonio wait, Pierce beat the shit out of Patrick Mahomes as a starter. So I'm, asking you, this, I'm asking you this. If what do you say? The Raiders had the Chiefs backup quarterback, Chase McDaniels. No. Is it fair to say that it doesn't matter what Antonio Pierce does, that we would not be able to believe with a backup quarterback he would be able to get to the AFC Championship. The boy from Purdue beat Patrick Mahomes. Okay. In the, the real season. Yeah. So what are you saying? So you're saying that, that same quarterback you believe could take the... Could beat Patrick Mahomes again because no, 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 he did no, it already. No, yes, no, I can't. No, I do no, believe no, it. No, no, no. If you did it once, playoffs, I can We're talking about You think he would actually reach to the point to where he could play Patrick Mahomes? Where he might lose an AFC championship to Patrick Mahomes, like I just mm. said. Okay, but getting like to I just the said. AFC championship. Like I just he said. He could get to the AFC championship. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Hey. Thank you. Clear right. as day. Clear as day. Hey. That's and, what I'm and saying. guess what? There's nothing better than. Thank a, you. There's nothing better than having a podcast of Raider enthusiasts. Okay. Because the imagination that you guys have to have to sit over here and conjure up oh, a, a possibility of a deranged but situation. But you're a fair like weather that. fan. You're a fair weather fan. I, uh, I unequivocally am. You know why? You know what I'm he a is? fair he, weather he, he's fan. A, he's a first fan. I'm a fan of football. I, I just love the violence. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just love the violence. I just love it getting cracking. That's the only thing that I care about most often is it getting cracking. You're right. So other than that, I'm not tripping. Yes. They're going to win three in a row. I don't give a fuck what you say. Hey, yeah. I get it. You're right. Okay. Hey, I fumbled the bag you on some other it. shit. But I understand. The only All I do wait. know is we have one of the very best who ever did it. And then we're going to sit over in three-peat. And that's what's going to give us the opportunity to be above and beyond. Um, above and beyond. We're looking at. I'm going to sit over and tidy y'all up. Because y'all over here oh, playing thank with you the game. Thank you, kindly. Look, he, he, uh, well, hey. Salud, 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 salud. So let's, let's, let's get into the second half of the show. Boom. You got your shit. I'll take this motherfucker right here. And we're going to sit over and get going. And now, 
We got to talk. Chance to talk. You talk some crazy shit. The Raiders are going to win this fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> I did, I did. You, had, you, you only talk asked some, me one question. You, you talk some, some semblance of reality <laughs> where we're talking about the Chiefs are going to sit over and win the three-peat. I appreciate that. You're talking absolutely insanity. And what I'm going to talk about is this absolutely uh, future prognostication because the reality is the big story is the Chicago Bears have um, the first pick in the draft and everybody's talking about them giving up their quarterback and going with Caleb Williams. Everybody's talking about Caleb Williams from USC is some generational talent and the one thing I can guarantee you is is that he's not. Damn. It doesn't mean his stats aren't that that, but I'm going to give you four intangible reasons why you can write down, take a picture, and and I want this to be a hot take, a big take. Cut this, save it, and keep it, and get at me three, four years from now, and bring it back to me if I'm not a hundred percent correct. But I guarantee you, I am. And here's where the reality is: I'm this listening. dude paints his fingernails, and here's what twist is: I don't have a problem with anybody painting their fingernails. <laughs> I have a problem with um, Hollywood. Do. I don't got a problem with. Um, um, Washington, D.C., I don't got a problem with uh, Atlanta. I don't got a problem with anybody, any brother sitting over painting his fingernails. What I do know is is that you, you look at any other athlete that's a high-level athlete that paints his fingernails, you know they're distractions. You know they're not completely dialed in and focused into the game. So what I will promise you is that's a leading indicator that this cat is not completely dialed in and focused into football when you have the time to sit over here and paint your nails. If you ever heard of Gilbert Arenas, he said nobody had a tight fade in the league unless you wasn't real. He said any of the real cats, any of the cats that was putting in work, didn't have any waves. They were they weren't they weren't they were because they weren't focused on that. They was focused on the game. If you have the time, hey, I got a little baby girl. I done painted my baby girl's nails. That's interesting. That takes some time. And if you're gonna paint your own nails, that takes even more time because you gotta do it with your offhand. This dude ain't dialed into the game. That's one intangible. The second intangible is, hey, I respect mental health and all that good good deal. I understand that I have people in my family that have had mental health issues. Hmm. I probably, um, my wife would say I had mental health issues, and she had to send me to therapy. Oh, you crack right? This dude grew up with me, and he knew. You crack right? So, so I'm not disrespecting <laughs> mental health issues, but what I, what I will say is, is um, from a leadership perspective, if you're leading a franchise, there's not an opportunity for you to jump into the stands and get into your mama's hands and sit over here and cry. I don't care if you lost a Super Bowl, you don't have the opportunity to do that. Mm. And I'm not disrespecting Man. Caleb. I love him. He's going to be phenomenal. But what I will tell you is, is he's not going to mm. be that generational um, player that you think that you can get rid of a very good player for this, and it's going to fix all your all your challenges. Another challenge that I have is that this dude's not a winner. Damn. You tell me when he's won. He didn't win at uh, Oklahoma. He didn't win at USC. He had the opportunity. He was in the Rose Bowl wow. in his own hood, and he allowed a team like Utah to come and beat him. At the end of the day, what we do know is what's in place Justin uh, Fields has been a winner in his deal. This dude's never been a winner. And I have not, uh, uh, shame on me, I have not gone back and looked at his high school, the math of records, but at the end of the day is I've never heard of him being a winner. I've never saw him being a winner. <laughs> and so when you're not a winner in college, it's a leading indicator that you're not going to be a winner in the professional ranks. Lastly, 
The team that he wow, comes he's from. He's saying a lot, and he's saying a lot. The team that he comes from. I need to take notes. Um, Lincoln Riley. He has not had any player that has played for him that has transitioned into the league and played well. Although he's had three of four of his players come into the league that have won the Heisman Trophy but not played that well. And the only one that didn't, that did play well, nice. that got to a Super Bowl, was the one that had the dog in him that was built by his father. So and what that, is the Heisman player? The Heisman is supposed to be the best, best player best, in all of college. Okay, okay. And these players didn't transition. Go ahead. That didn't transition to the NFL. Yikes. So, so, so my thought and he's process so my thought process is, is the Bears. You have an opportunity. Everybody's putting on this pressure. You got to get this player. You've had two years at the number one. Imagine if they would have took number one last year. They would have been fucked. You understand? Because they would have took old boy from Alabama that went to the Carolina Panthers, but they traded that pick. If they, though, that number one pick, what everybody swears is the deal, ain't the deal until they the deal. You have Justin Fields that has had the opportunity in college to sit over here. He might have lost to Georgia in the championship, but these were the best teams we've ever seen in all of college football. The dude who was the generational pick that they didn't try to give to him, he dominated. And we all forget that Justin Fields was actually supposed to be that generational individual mm. until media got a hold of Trevor Lawrence. It was actually Justin Fields was actually was a better player. I've heard people that were at the, the tournaments with them. He was actually the better player uh, above him. That was Bucky Brooks was a better player than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, the media contrived him as a generational player, and they're still trying to contrive him, even though he hasn't lived up to that. So when you get tagged with that, but there are so many intangibles that kind of predicate that you're not that, let me tell you something. They're, because what they could do is they could trade that first to Washington. They hired old boy that, that, that was his uh, OC at SC. So you trade that first pick, and guess what? You just don't get a whole bunch of first-round picks. You get, that's like they did with uh, Moore, the wide receiver. They get Major. the first-round pick for next year and a player that they want, that they need. You love hey, how you he's pick? simulating the whole draft. Because I'm brilliant. I'm first. Hey, who's the first in Chicago? So trade that first-round pick. I got so much to say. Okay, so yeah, the, the, only yeah, thing, yeah. the only thing, the only thing, we have like, let you go, and, and, and I appreciate that. You know what? You got it off your chest. I, I, <laughs> you know what? And I hope you got all of those emotions out. Hey, you just, just get a jalalaweta. Just get it all out. Whoosh. Yeah. Vamoosh. Okay, I'm ready. So now that you have gotten all of that out, mm-hmm. let me allow me. <laughs> To Red Choice. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm not fine. I'm, I'm, let's say, I will say that I'm, I'm okay with if they do all of that for all of the reasons that you described. This is a, a very simple draft in one respect. This is, do they believe that Caleb Williams is going to be their future, yes or no? So, yes. He is the number one on the current docket. He's the number one quarterback because of his all of his physical modalities. 
The man can throw the ball a yard. Yeah, he's only 6'1", but he's thick. He's not a little guy. He's not a little guy. I think that one of the <laughs> things that people are realize or are missing is he's not slight. He's not little. He's thick. He's six one. But yeah, he's six How one. How tall but, is his line? But he throws the ball a mile. And he happened to play with a uh head coach that just said, damn. I don't care about the other team scoring. I'm more concerned with you getting more chances to score. So Not that, work out. that was the mantra of his head coach. Now, I don't, it did not make it to, let's say, a national championship. But the stats look good, right? But no, it's yeah. not even about the stats. It's about... How many times can I get my offensive player on the field? So his quarter, I mean, his head coach just basically said, I don't, I want the defense to play all of five minutes of this game. I want my offense to play 90% of this game. And I want you to display yourself <laughs> all the time. How that translate to the NFL? So how that translates is, you have a guy who has had, uh, he's looked at multiple defenses, and you have a guy who has had multiple reps. Mm -hmm. So multiple reps, multiple defenses can Did equate. Mayfield have that? It's not about comparing him. Why? Be I'm not comparing yeah, them. I'm yeah, comparing yeah. the situation. Did Mayfield have the same thing no, that he had? No, Mayfield didn't have that. No, no. You said but, he but, 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 but say he did. But I, but I would say that Baker was a better player, and this was a different era. You say he was, was a, a better, better player, player than, than who? Caleb? In college, the Caleb. I think so. I think hey. it, I think if you I think if you look at uh, that's an argument. I'm not, I'm not gonna laugh. That's an argument. No, I think if you look at Baker Mayfield in college, I, I think if you look at Baker Mayfield's stats, because we, yeah, but you, we we're thinking about revisionist history too. Was better, so, hey, hold on. so I'm was not better gonna, than Caleb. No, because yeah. Baker was a Heisman. So was Caleb. I know. Correct. So you're saying so they can, Baker one can be better than the other. Yeah. And you think? Would you agree with that? I don't think that he's, mind you. I'm I would not, have to look at this. I would I, have to look back at it. I don't, I don't know them like that. Here, here's the I would have to look back at them. Here's the distinction. If you're asking me who I think that the better quarterback is, I think that Caleb is a better quarterback. They call him generational. I hope he was. I think Caleb is a better quarterback. But Baker has proven himself in the NFL, so it's kind of like, Okay, let's just look at what it is that they did. And I think that Baker had a better career. It's not in an college? Yeah. He might have. He, I, I, like, yeah. he hey, might have. Yeah, okay, so, 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 so let's look at that framework. And I love that. And I appreciate that that's, that's, that's standing on your business. So I, I respect it. Yeah. But so my thought process is if, if Baker Mayfield had a better college career, than Caleb Williams, is it fair to say that Justin Fields is a better quarterback? Nope. 
No, because we're you, comparing. Who would you rather have? Listen, Baker. No, no, no. Baker Mayfield was the number one overall draft pick. Thank you. Is that is that is do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? It's the end of the story. Do you agree with that? So go ahead and do you agree with that? I didn't think he should have been, but no, no, he was. that's my point. No, no, no. I'm not the one making the decisions though. But why he was did he not feel that way? And Justin Fields was what, twelve or fifteen? Why did you not feel that way? Justin Fields just beat Trevor Lawrence but Kyler the Mur- year that Trevor Lawrence Kyler was number one. Kyler Murray was number one. No, no. The, you said the, against, the, we're talking about against Justin Fields. No, Justin but Kyler Fields, Murray was number Justin one. Justin Fields beat Trevor Lawrence the year that he was picked number one. And they didn't what talk do you about mean, it in the You didn't see? You talking about in a game? Beat well, him? No, no, what no. His hey, ass. That doesn't hey, mean hey, six hey. touchdowns in, in a game. In a game. In a game. What about the season? <laughs> but his how about Mayfield had like 45 touchdowns. What are you I, talking I, about? But that's my whole point. What are you talking about? The Lincoln Wiley but offense. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, can I just say ahead, this to you? what you're saying. Whether or not we're talking about college or NFL. These quarterbacks do not play against one another. They play against yeah, the defense, defense. Exactly. that is in front of them. So what you're really saying is whether or not somebody had more stats or less stats is immaterial to the simple fact is they were playing against the defense of the team. In college, it's it's a little bit of a sleight of hand. It's a little bit of not a little uh, bit. It's a lot of bit. Okay, this way and that way because look, stats can look real sexy, and that can get you to be the number one draft pick. That does not mean that you're going to do the same thing in the NFL, and that's really what you guys are talking about. The, the, and I'm a piggyback. What I'm talking I'm about, what you're talking about as well. I'm a piggyback off of that because. They're playing against 19-year-old boys. Thank you. That is valid. Okay? That's the biggest thing. They're playing against 19-year-old boys. Young men soon to become. And it's different. When you're playing against grown-ass men. When you're playing against a 30-year-old grown-ass man. Who didn't see it. No, who got a family. You're right. Who got kids? Who who's like I'm about to? I don't care what you did in high school, <laughs> little boy. Right. I'm gonna kick your ass. Right. You're a little boy. Right. You're you're 21 years old, and that's why I don't Baker. Care. That's I don't why care. Baker Mayfield looks average right now because Baker, ba- because no, no, he Baker, is not that good. Baker, well, no, because no, the good. NFL was that yeah. good. But Baker he is was good. picked number one, and he ain't that good. That's how fragile the quarterback is. No, hold on. So let me, and that's let me what's going to happen with Caleb. I appreciate you making my point. Let me give you my take because you were allow saying. Him, allow him to say. Um, about the Caleb Williams painting his fingernails and all that shit. Like, I'm not with that either. But when I turn on the tape and I watch him, he can throw the ball. But that's a no, system. No, 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 no. That's a system. No, remember, I, I, no, hey, no, all I'm no, saying no, no, is, remember I told you. We're not, y'all, we're not talking about systems. We're, we're not talking about systems. 
Give we're talking about mechanics. Okay. We're talking about what you read sure. and your first read, your second read, your third read to your tech down. Are you doing that? And yes, you are already at a collegiate level. You've been doing that since 19. So that means something to NFL executives, to, to GMs. That means something like, okay. Ding, ding, ding. You're not just told to read your first look and throw the ball there. You have to read second look, third look, you know who fourth look. Stroud. Because that's the same excuse that they Str- give about all Ohio State. Yeah. But CJ Stroud was but, really the real but one. But the thing is, is that he was throwing the ball. And another thing that you said about Bryce, that you said, oh, he's a first-round pick and, and Carolina. Number one pick. Give, give him some time. You, 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 you sit, no, you're sitting on him no, already. No, 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 no. And no, it's no. like, what he's I, only been in the league for a year. What I'm like sitting the, on the, your, Leak and Riley. No, but your first year in the league. Leak and you got to understand, when you, your first year in the league, you're 21 years old, but you're going up against grown men, 38-year-olds, 28 year old, 28 year old, 30, 35, they're 10 yeah. years in the league. It's like you going to prison. Dude that's been there, it's like but, but you've got to learn the ways of how the prison but, is. But like, this is the same shit. This is some this is Tell some, him. This is no, some him. young no, some young him. boy shit. <laughs> it's some young boy Stroud shit. Like, no, you don't Stroud you know, didn't have to go through that and that's No, no, he's going through it now and he's having success. Correct. So he's not looked at like that. But who does But if you're not Hold on, but, but, he, hold but on, that's no, an outlier. No, no, he's an outlier. He's, a, he's, he's an outlier. outlier. This is the only time a rookie quarterback. Nobody, is no, nobody is disagreeing with you. But what I think, what I he's think, Dave is trying to articulate is he is an outlier. And while, he he is not a guy who comes along. But Caleb all the time. Williams is not going to be an individual that's going to be an outlier. That's my point. He might be. I'm telling you because they know. Okay, that's my take. I'm okay. telling you, and I'm he's saying my not. take. My take is that from his mechanics and from the way he throws the ball and the way he reads the field, he might be. And that's there the is a same there is a, there is a good op- about everybody else. No, 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 no. They're not you saying that about him. There are. They said that about Bryce Young. They said that about K, uh, uh, C.J. Stroud. They did yes, early, they did. early, but then they hated. Yes, they did. Yeah, but they said it. He was the number two overall pick in the Correct. NFL draft. And he should have been number one. Thank you. Maybe. Would you, would you have picked a 5 nine Only because of size. Would you have picked, that would have been only yeah, well, Okay. But size. as far as accuracy? No. As far as accuracy, I'm they were tied. Hold on. I told y'all from the beginning. They were tied. You know, you know, I'm you know, on you know what's so magical about? And, and, and the only thing is, is that C.J. Stroud had more athletes at Ohio State then that Bryce was Young, used against him. That Bryce Young. Had, no, that that, that was that was that was the reason that, why no, he could throw the ball. But that was used against him. That wasn't real. I know. And then that's silly. And then right, it's silly because the reality is, is that the most good to good people in the NFL was good people. Jackson so that's Smith, what we saw. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Seattle Seahawks. But that's the NFL. Top, that's the NFL. But that's what I'm saying. He had first round draft picks. Puka Nakua. Hello. <laughs> Did he go in the fifth round? Hello. 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 Hello.
I think I'm. I think, I think y'all have made my point for me, and I appreciate that. And I don't need to belabor it anymore. But what we got do have to do because we've all you've got your point off about the the Ravens going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. We all know that's a Stone Cold mystery. I mean, Jesus, you got your point Jesus off feet. against the Chiefs are going to win the uh, the three P, and we all know he's unequivocally on top of it. This is an individual that knows what this professional ranks no, he, look he's like, experienced and then he's sitting right, yeah. and that's why he's saying the Chiefs are going to win. And, yeah, and I that's agree. why I want your ass to and, shut the hell up and let this man and talk. Again, y'all trying to. Gang up on me in terms of me telling uh, you that Caleb ate the, deal, ate the deal. I just can't wait. And, he, and guess what? This will be your first time you feeling it. He's had to fill up in his life. I tell what it's going to be, and then it comes to fruition. You. So you'll have an opportunity to fill this. And I'm gonna, I promise you, I'll make sure I'll be like, hey, but I did not tell you. I told you that deal. So, all right. But he already knows. He's going to get that no matter what. But here, what we have to do, because it's so important to me, is, is that we have an opportunity to sit over here and really put the emphasis on you. You ain't here just to sit over here and drop that game on what we're talking about. we here to sit over yeah, here and there about your experience and your world. And so, G Money, take that motherfucker. All right. Take so, it. so, look, look. I, I'm bringing in my, my man over here. I, look, I just want to, for the sake of the audience, I really want to them to understand the, the grind and the grit that it takes to make it to an NFL level. And we have been blessed. We have been graced to be on this show to have somebody who has done it firsthand. Mm -hmm has the direct experience. And that's really why I'm excited, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, look, I brought my man D. Rich on here, and he he decided to come on because, you know, he has better things to do in his life, but he decided, he was like, oh, okay, yeah, man, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm yeah. grace the presence. I'm going to grace it. And, and, and look, and so one of the first questions that I just want to ask you to just try to convey to the audience is, it's like, what was it like from you from the onset? Yeah. What was the journey for you from, let's say, the where you would call the beginning to mm -hmm. making it to the league? Like, how yeah. was that for you? Well, it was, you know, um, it was different. Like, you know, coming from L.A., just being out here in the city and basically just like in my neighborhood, like I was basically the Ricky okay. of the neighborhood. From, right. If you, anybody seen Boys in the Hood? Right. He was an athlete. Like he was, Ricky. He was getting not. ready to make it to USC yeah. and everything. Yeah. He said Ricky. He said Ricky. Yeah, he he went nineties old school. <laughs> Boys in the hood. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was, you know, gang. It was, it was, it was gang activity. What part of LA you grew up in? In in the thirties. Okay, so yeah. I grew up in thirty six mm -hmm. in, in Arlington. I was uh, thirty six Arlington. Yeah. Anybody know LA? Thank you. No, yeah. what thirty six Arlington? Yeah, so I, I said I'm born in LA, but I, I was raised by Harlem. Yeah, uh, Harlem. So I do, I do, I do. So, so this, these are the exact. Uh, uh, I'd say perspectives that I want people to in the audience to really understand. It's like, how was it for you? And then what was your ascension? 
Well, so in high school, well, I, I would start a little bit before. Like our, our our connection is that I have an older brother who is yes. your age and was in high school. Because we're old heads. Well, you guys are <laughs> just a couple years older than me. But I felt like I always had a, an advantage mm. against my peers because I was always playing against guys that were three years, four years older than me with my, my brother's age. And so going into high school, when I finally got the opportunity to play football, because another caveat is that my mom's never let us play tackle football when we were young. Because mm. she was like, it's too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> she, didn't, she, didn't, she was like, all those other moms. Black, black like, mama, I don't want yeah, yeah. my, mama, I don't want my baby to get hurt. And it, yeah, all but of that. We had a recruiter that was coming to the house every time trying to get us to play and everything. And it was just like, come on, moms, let us play. Mm. She was like, no. But finally, we got to high school. I got to play my freshman year. My brother didn't get to play till his junior year. Mm. Right. Real talk. But in our backyard from high school, when I was in uh, elementary, he would do little drills with me, timing drills, like run down the field and I'm going to throw the ball to you, but the ball is going to be coming to you. So you just have to get your head around and be ready to catch the ball, like just little stuff like that. So going into high school with my peers, I was already a step ahead, like, mm. like just ready to play football, even though I had never played. And so when I finally did play, man, I just took off. You like, were man, a monster. Man, that, that was you were a thing, monster man. in high school. I, I, I know that because uh, one of the things is, is, to your point, right? I played with your brother, yeah. the whole deal. But you were the dude that where we were trying to go into college and, yeah, yeah. and we weren't even caring about y'all no more. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, wait a minute, hold up. There's this dude. And I was like, this is George brother and George. Yep. Man, and, and you was. And see, the thing wrecking is wrecking shop. Like the biggest thing, like you guys were three years ahead of me and I was a freshman and I was like, damn, if I can only be as sweet as these guys. No, like ain't that some love? Oh no, like class of '96. I was like, oh, if I could just be as sweet as these dudes, everywhere, corners, DVs, linebackers, D line, we were receiver, everybody. I was like, man, now, we didn't win shit, but no, we were sweet. But we weren't good. Sweet, like it was we didn't some, have it a was, coach. It was some dogs out there didn't have no culture, and so every year it would be the uh, class of '97. Class uh, 98. And I was like, man, if we could just hold that torch and just hang on, like, starting from spring, if I get the opportunity to lead, man, we going to do this shit right. And so, and it's different coming from L.A. I'm very proud of you. And you know what? And I think that wa watching and observing you, I think that uh, you made us feel like what we did didn't like let's say it wasn't a mountain no, nothing. No. And, and work, that was bro. that was so you ended it up it was a lot of y'all like you you ended up being let's say uh uh um like a beacon of yeah. like what it is that we were trying to represent, represent. And shit. like yeah like, yeah this and, is LA 
and you grinded through it. So you went through high school. Yep. You grinded through that, and then you made it to college. And you know what? For most of us in the inner cities and 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 whatnot, it was just like, hey, man, oh look, if if I can make it to college ball, that's good. Yes, it is. Okay, that's a graduation. Boom. Did somebody want to pay me some money to play this uh, at a college level? Cool. And it and was you Cal took, Poly, San Luis Obispo. It, there it is. <laughs> give Cal me that. Poly, give me that game. Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, man. So I, I mentioned just briefly, like that, that my brother was that walked on at Fresno State, and his defensive back coach, J.D. Williams. Mm. I remember his name. He became a DB coach at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo mm. a few years later. And my brother passed on my highlight tape, my senior highlight tape to him. It was like, man, my. And he was lights out. Yeah. So like for me, I got the opportunity from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo with, uh, from my brother because he passed on my highlight tape to my, uh, to the DB coach. One of the things I love about your story is, is because I want the audience to know that you made it to the NFL. And the thing that is most pertinent about what you're even telling me is the fact that you went through that transition and it was about you kind of persevering through, through that. So... Obviously, you made it to the league. Obviously, you went through the the college experience. What were the, let's say, intangibles, the prerequisites that you felt were absolutely critical Mm -hmm. to you making it to an NFL team. What were the things that you had to, let's say, do or the mentality that you had to have to push you to that moment? So from my time in college, like, I definitely had to put a lot of, um, I would say uh, a lot of my faith and a lot of my Thanks, basically, into my coaches. Mm. Like, <clears throat> my coaches really challenged me and really pushed me to becoming a, a greater athlete. And not only a greater athlete, but a greater man. Mm. Uh, my, my coach, uh, David Phipp, he was my defensive back coach when I was at Cal Poly. And we had a system in college. Would you, in your opinion, would you say that that was a differentiator for you? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, because it was like... Like, like you said, oh, okay, this is now the effort I was that I judged, need to bring? Well, I was judged at a higher level, and my, my coach, David Phipp, who is now the special teams coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Mm, very interesting. Very interesting. He held me at a higher level than everybody else because of where I wanted to go and where I, what I wanted to be. And I was okay with that. Well, here's, here's the thing. Only thing that I want to ask you is, um, 
based upon all of the experiences that you've had, talk to me about the 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 Euro League and the where you see the UFL going in the future. Because I think that uh, you managed the NFL injury stunt stunted your career to a small degree or to a big degree, but you've had a, a good arena league career. Where do you think that this UFL is going to go? So I think that is a great feeder league. When I was, uh, when I got to the NFL, it was 2004 and I got to NFL Europe, 2007 um, that was the last year of NFL Europe, and that was the last year of it actually being a feeder league to the NFL. Mm. So there wasn't any in-between between the collegiate level and the professional level. And so I think that the UFL is going to be a great spring league. I think that they're going to provide a lot of opportunities for a lot of guys. I think maybe three or four guys made it to the NFL mm. just from last year. Okay. Um, and they got the exposure, and that, that that's a big thing. Are man. you excited about what the UFL is trying to formulate? No, no, it, it's a good thing because the UFL is going to be able to provide a spring league for the NFL where – they can bring those guys into camp. Almost it's, like their G League now, right? It'll be perfect. That That's how NFL Europe was, but that resolved. And so now that they had the UFL, I think, it, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for a lot of guys who want to continue playing and their eligibility has basically been up in college. Yeah. Now you got You have an opportunity to play a professional football and to go up against professional athletes. NFL, you know what? NFL is gonna 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 take thrive. Heed to that. Yeah, Dave, you have a wealth of knowledge. The only thing that I, I'm disappointed at is, is is we don't have enough time to really like dig in. We probably need uh, a whole yeah. nother hour to even talk to service. you, man. No, but but you know, you my guy. Yeah. You know what? And and I hope you come back, bro. I will. I hope you come back because no, I, I like there, there's, there's, there's a lot of aspects of just uh, the NFL experience that we want to try and display here yes. in, the, in in football at the bar, drunk otherwise. <laughs> we, 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 but we do want to display it. And you know what? It's all about moderation. Yeah, and you know what? And there's so much wisdom that we have not even touched on yeah. that you have yeah. that we want to just be able we to just display. scratch the surface. Man. Yeah. It's so, uh, but thank you for being a part of this. I appreciate it. All right, bro. It, bro. Hey, man, yeah, we yeah. on the we on the move, bro. Yeah, we on the move. All right, so I'm gonna have to say peace and God be with you. <laughs> <laughs>